Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey, listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to today's session, which is a mashup again of various guests that I have and um, I'm just going to take you through that. But before I do that, just, you know, as I said the other day, this has been going for 10 months, this uh, podcast, which has just been very exciting. We've had tremendous support and people just wanting to, to be part of it, to know more, learn more, and learn more of each other, which is fantastic. So check out episode 00. So that's the very first one I did uh, as an episode to hear my story and why I started the podcast. The next thing is, if you haven't really checked out the Facebook group, Leadership is Changing, or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, feel free to come along and join those different organizations, uh, communities, if I can put it that way, forums, whereby we talk about various topics. So there's both Facebook group and also LinkedIn page, and both of them are called Leadership is Changing. So we're going to bring you a mashup now. This is a mashup in the podcast terms, is whereby We'll bring you snippets, if I can put it that way, of different episodes that I've done over the year. Of course, this is uh, episode 138, and so we've got uh, quite a lot of episodes that we've done in the last 10 months as well. So I've had some super uh, superb guests, and uh, four of them we're going to hear from a little bit uh, very soon. It's around the question of leadership is changing. That's the name of the show, or the title of the show. What does that mean to you? First, we'll hear from Jake Passant, who's an entrepreneur. He was on episode three. And episode four was Dr. Vince Molinaro. He's an author and a fellow leadership geek. He and I are the leadership geeks. And Mike Hancock, he's a CEO and entrepreneur. And he was on episode seven. And episode eight, Dave Gambrell. Dave is a digital marketing coach, mentor. He helps people around digital marketing. And uh, he's an entrepreneur and into leadership himself as well. So sit back and listen to these and take notes because there's some fantastic insights that these well, four of these uh, guests are sharing with us in this uh, mashup episode. The, the, the show's name is Leadership is Changing. When I say that, 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 uh, that sort of term to you or that statement, what does that mean for you? 
Yeah, a, a few things. And and again, I was very fortunate. Some of the people I learned from, you know, had the philosophy, you should try and fill a room up with smarter people than yourself. And, you know, for some of us, like myself, it wasn't that hard. But, you know, I think the important thing there, and, and it's absolutely true, and it's a philosophy I always had is, you know, you're not going to be an expert across every area. And as an entrepreneur, it's actually really hard to accept that you need to bring other people in and, you know, people that complement uh, you. And what I mean by that is where, where are you weak? Analyze that, understand that, and bring those people in. Gone are the days where big companies and successful companies can have one person making all the decisions. It's like a sporting team, you know, different people for different positions because they bring the most value in that position. I use a rugby analogy that there's no point in us putting a prop on the wing, right, uh, or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I like it. And, you know, fill the room with smarter people. I mean, that's 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 a smart thing to do. And, you know, there's a whole lot of egos that are in the way. And so uh, for a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners and, and senior execs and, say, large corporates and that, you know, their role is really to set the strategy or set the vision and things like that and then get the heck out of the way and let people get on with it. But so many of them just want to stay in the way, right? Correct. And, and you know, I always had the philosophy that if I can make myself redundant as a CEO, I've done my job. So it's not just about day-to-day operations, it's also succession planning, right? I mean, you look at a business and how it's growing. What does that look like in one, two, three, five, ten years' time? And then, you know, what skill sets are you going to need through that time? Plan ahead of the curve, but also get the right people in place. If you can't get them in place, outsource it to a company that does it better than you're going to. Yeah, I think that that's a big role for leaders, which is the succession planning. They tend to, you know, I've seen a lot of leaders whereby they've gone off to another role and they're off, they're happy and they're doing the other role. But then when you look at the bench, as I call it, in other words, the team that they have who are below them and in another sense reporting to them, that they, you know, who have they developed? Who is their future successor? And they don't always identify that person. So that's really important that we have that succession plan and that we have the people that we're wanting to identify. The other thing you say, and um, Jim Collins talks about it as well in his book, you know, as well as that having the right people in the right seats on the, on the bus, right? It's just making sure we've got the right people. And this is a question I ask a lot of leaders all the time. And that is, do you have the right people around you? And I get people, oh, yeah, 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 I've got the right people. But then a little bit further on down the track, they realize, no, I don't. And I think one of the biggest things, Jake, that I've seen with people around having the right people, if you don't have the the right people, it's difficult. When you've got the right people, it happens. It's I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's easier. But it just it's it, it happens, and that's that's when you know you've got the right people. Absolutely, and and I think that's people outside um, of the organisation, right? I mean that those people to bounce those ideas off somebody that you trust you know I always think of it as a you know it's, it's almost a chief of staff that isn't the chief of staff so they're there you know they're super onto it they've been there done it they can give you that advice here that sounding board because I think sometimes and, and particularly when you're running hard the ability to step out of what you're and take a holistic approach is, is actually really, really difficult. So having that guidance, that um, that sounding board, and sometimes you make exactly the same decision you were going to, but you feel a whole lot better about it because you've bounced it off the right sort of person. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, good. The name of the show is Leadership is Changing. So leadership is changing. What does it mean for you, Vince? Well, you know, I think in many ways I would say that Leadership has always changed, right? Because leadership is ultimately, and I've always believed it. It's not my idea. In fact, in the, in the leadership contract, uh, 
book, I talk about it. And in Accountable Leaders, I, I have a chapter dedicated to it. And, and it's really this sense of leadership is rooted in your context and in your environment. And you always need to be thinking about what is happening externally, um, what is the implications of the trends and the drivers and the changes, and, and what does ult- ultimately that mean to how I need to show up, how I need to lead my company, my team, my country. And so I think the leaders who are able to constantly uh, be in connection with their context and, and have the courage to say, I don't have it all figured out. My company, my organization, my country, uh, my team needs different things from me and be mm-hmm. prepared to evolve and change are, are the ones who I believe are going to be successful. So, uh, you know, I would say leadership is not just is changing, it's always been changing. And we need now, having said that, there are some you know, time and tr- test, you know, truly tested uh, principles that always are important, but we always need to be thinking about evolving our leadership for sure. That, you know, that's why the title of your podcast is so timely because it's so accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that the other thing that I said in some of my, in the introduction of the podcast and so forth, that is if leaders are not changing, they're going to get become irrelevant and get left behind. And, and that's something they have to stay on in front of the curve to, to, to keep going, uh, which is really important. Well, and the point is, it's not them being irrelevant and left behind is a greater risk. It's mm-hmm. it's their companies will be left behind. And, and that has an impact to employees, to shareholders, to customers. I, you know, a great thing, I've got uh, an accountable leaders uh, community uh, based on a digital app. And we have weekly calls with a cross-section of leaders who join in. And we were having this conversation a couple of weeks ago. And one of the members shared that she just attended a presentation of directors, of board members. And what, what one person had commented said, if you are seeing right now today, if you are seeing your CEO behave the same way he or she did six months ago, you're in trouble. Uh, and and that, that to me just captured exactly the essence of your point, right? If, if the most senior leader is leading like they've always done at this moment of a global pandemic, a potentially global recession, all the protests and riots that are not riots, but the protests definitely happening around the world, depending on where you are, they verge on riots. And you're coming up like it's the same old, same old. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good points there. Yeah. Interesting how uh, things are moving and evolving for sure. Excellent. And so when I talk about the, the term, the name of the show, leadership is changing. Well, what does that mean for you? Well, I think, you know, it's a great question, Dennis, when the year was, I went to my very first high-level management conference when I was working for the largest financial services company at that stage in Australia, and the year was 1987. And the first project that they had us do, and I was in my very early 20s, was, and I think there was about 150 of us, was write a five-year plan for our business. Like, in 2020, are you kidding me? Write a five month plan, that's too long. So leadership is changing in that the only constant in the universe is change. And the the great management books of the 80s and the 90s, the Peter Druckers, you know, the, the Ken Blanchards and those sort of guys, that's all great. But a lot of it is simply not relevant today because we live in a society where we have to pivot not every six or 12 months, but literally every month. And we have to, what works now 
is not necessarily going to work, and it's not because of COVID. COVID just showed it to people who hadn't seen it yet and to people who were getting away with things. I mean, we live in the age of... I'm going to go back to answer your question a little bit. In 2015, we ran a series of events around the world. You may have even come to one called Trend 2020. Guess what? It is 2020. And in that series of events, the number one thing that we found after running that in probably about 14 or 15 countries was that the age of youism was coming. We called it hashtag youism. And what youism is, is that everybody expects everything to be individualised for them. Now, I'll tell you who does this really well are the car companies, Mercedes and BMW in particular. You go to their website now, and if you want your BMW 3 Series, then you go and kit it out with your options on the website, and it prices it up for you. And for instance, I'm one of these people, I like red leather in a car, right? Now, it's not going to look good in a red car, or in a black car, I like white leather or red leather. Now, you can do that now, and it it gives you a certain, you might have a BMW, you know, 325 or whatever the hell it is, but you've got your own personalised interior. You've got your personalised sound system. You've got your 19-inch rims with all, all everything you want. That's what everybody expects these days. So to have a any organisation, I don't care if it's the biggest company in New Zealand, I know you've got a new, lot of, you know, so Fonterra. I don't care if it's Fonterra or a company with 100 people in it. All of those people need to be able to create individual experiences for their clients in today's market. And my research tells me that's not going away between 2020 and 2030. If anything, it's going to be heightened. The other thing is that we expect now, you know, when I was a corporate, I left corporate in 2002, Dennis. And one of the reasons I left was I remember that our social responsibility manager that was only appointed a year before I left Basically, the CEO said to him, you've got a budget of a million dollars, just spend it and don't mess it up. We've just got to do this. That was the feeling, right? Now, here we are 18, 20 years later. This is a real thing. We have to have real results from from that spend. We have to give back to society. You know, in South Africa, every corporate over a certain level has to basically put a percentage of money towards actually helping an entrepreneur, so a small business. So different countries have different rules, but, but you know, corporate social responsibility is the other big thing that's changing. And I think if you're not doing it in your business and if you're not real about it, then your business is going to get pretty hard hit in the next few years. Yeah. So they so two things. Yeah, corporate social uh, responsibility, but also what you said was around creating that individual experience and that word experience for that individual is really quite key for a lot of people nowadays. It's uh, I, I love what you say about the you know the, the red leather, the interior of the car and being able to have that option to choose what you want is, is amazing. And so organizations are going to have to be able to move and, and change. And as you said, you know, it's changing so quickly that the universe, the thing in the universe right now, it's what is constant is change. And we're seeing a lot of that happening for sure. And it's um, interesting because as much as that happens, Dennis, I don't know if you've bought a car recently, but we don't own a car at the moment. We're never in one place long enough. We think we might have to buy one. Hence, I've been looking at BMWs and Mercedes. But I cannot tell you how much cars, even though they have all this 
stuff now at the top end where you can customise it, how much every car looks the same. Hmm. You know, in the 70s and 80s, cars actually looked different. You know, a Corvette looked incredibly different from, say, a Holden or a Ford or something like that. But these days, every damn car looks the same. It's sort of like, why bother? Yeah. yeah. So I think, they, I think companies have to address this. Somebody has to be bold in their, in their right. industry. So there's, I think there's real space for boldness going forward as well. Yeah, so space for that. Wow. Yeah, and, and being bold, being different, being out there, which is really interesting. Ah, wow, boldness, amazing. So leadership is changing. When I say that term, and that's what the show is called, what does that mean for you? I think it's funny that we're up Stanley McChrystal, General Stanley McChrystal, because he's one of the guys that talks about this a lot. But I think leadership used to be a top-down approach. So there was you know, a leader or CEO or a person that sat at the top of the hierarchy of the organization. And they basically just shared the information and it flowed downhill. And that's the way it worked. And it worked fine for a really long time. But I believe now we have this thing, uh, Stan McChrystal calls decentralized command, meaning the leader casts the vision now, but the successful companies, the ones that are able to transition and take on all the change that we see in the world are the ones where the leader shares their vision and their intent, and then they delegate implementation and the activity down to their team. So instead of telling them how to do it, they just tell them what the end result should be and they let the teams figure out how to do it themselves. And that's how, because things are evolving so quickly, that's how successful leaders are also evolving. They're allowing their teams to be part of that leadership conversation instead of always dictating the conversation. Right. So almost like set the vision and then get the heck out of the way and let the teams get on with what they're really good at doing rather than sort of trying to dictate and force things in a way that you think should be done because we as leaders may not have always have the ideas. We may always not always have the solution, but if we can let others do that and let them fly, we might be amazed and uh, we will be amazed in what they can do for themselves. Yeah, indeed. Mm. Hey listeners, trust you really enjoyed those different snippets of the episodes that we've had in the past as a mashup on episode 138, which is around leadership is changing, that title, that statement, what does it mean to you? And uh, we heard some fantastic insights and hopefully you're going to take away those insights and just do one thing, we'll, we'll take one of them actually and do something with it or maybe take two or three things away from it as insights for yourself and put it back into the workplace, into your team, into your own business, into yourself and uh, see where you can go with it for sure. Hey, if you haven't already checked out episode 00, go ahead and do that. Uh, it's a little bit of a story about uh, why I started this podcast. And also, you know, check out the Facebook group and also LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing. Love to see you there. And so it's always good. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. And change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Look out for the episodes as they've been released. Download them, have a listen, put a review, and put a rating. And if you have a question for me or any feedback you actually got for me in relation to the show, then send me an email. If you've got a question for me on the when I interview my guests, or if you have a question for the Ask Dennis episode, which is a freestyle episode, feel free to send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Hey team, it's always great having you here with us. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. 
Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.